Co-host Pinge. Um, today we're doing a movie review. Movie review. And we realize that we haven't done a Scabby Hayes podcast in a really long time. But due to the current circumstances, hey, no better time. And we have nothing better to do. That and there's only one movie that could bring us back. One special kind of movie. Big Trouble in Little China. This is a movie from 1986. Directed by John Carpenter, starring Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's... How you say... It is not exactly an epitome of one of John Carpenter's films. Not really. It's extremely the opposite, actually. It's very different. Well, uh, let me say this. It's different from the one that I have seen John Carpenter do. Which is very Carpenter-esque. I've only seen one, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Just the thing. Uh, so anyways, while we're getting right into it, we might as well get right into it. Yeah. Sorry, we're a little bit rusty. <laughs> At least I am. It's It's been a while. So the movie that we're going to review is called Big Trouble in Little China. It's, and as Pinge already stated, it was made in 1986. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell. You can definitely tell, mainly by the music and the horrible haircuts. Yeah. Uh, most specifically, Kurt Russell's terrible mullet. It's and pretty crazy. And his high stonewashed jeans. Yep. And... They're, like, way past <laughs> his hips. They're, like, halfway across his abdomen. I know. <laughs> they and look ridiculous. It, yeah. Oh, it's just bad. It's... Okay. And his trucker hat. Yeah. Okay. Well, the trucker hat's not so bad. It's fairly fitting. It's just bad with his mole. He just looks like a redneck. <laughs> I mean, it, it fits well because that's kind of his character. Kind of. All right. Well, okay. Here's what I will say right off the bat. I think this movie was meant to be bad. Yes, kind of. Although maybe it didn't start out that way. I could see them writing out the plot and having a serious tone to it and then maybe just deciding, like, split-second decision Hey, let's make this as ridiculous as we possibly can. We have special effects. Let's use them to this movie's disadvantage and make it hysterical by making it really, really bad. Yeah. And it actually is pretty hysterical. It's easily... um, Well, as the star of 2020, um, this is our first episode this year. Really? um, Yeah, we haven't done one in 2020. So far, this is my favorite comedy I've seen this year. Really? I can't think of anything better. It's... Well, what else have we seen in 2020? Well, for me, personally, I saw Jojo Rabbit, which is a comedy to an extent, for the most part. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, other than that, not too many things. I don't think Knives Out is considered a comedy, though it's there is a lot funny. of... <laughs> and also not a good movie, but we might do that one later. Yeah, we might. That would be a really interesting topic. You and I have talked a lot about it. Yeah. Off. Spoiler mic. alert, I didn't care for it. We'll see. I definitely we'll see. enjoyed it, yeah. We'll see. Maybe a second time won't be so bad. Yeah. Was impressed. This is this goes up there for me. It's 
really well made and horribly made at the same time. I feel like we're kind of late getting on the bandwagon because I feel like most people have seen this movie. Most likely. It's it's kind of popular in the bad film genre. Like <laughs> bad good films. Good bad films. Yeah. it's It had a semi... Okay. It didn't have a semi. It was just a pretty big flop when it initially came out. But since then, it has... Uh, <laughs> was it not received well? No, it was received really well, actually, by test-screened audiences. Oh. However, um, I was going to save some trivia for the end, but I'll say this right now. Um, yeah, when they did test screens with the audience, the audiences loved it, it had a great reception. Um, but the studio, 20th Century Fox, did not put really any money into advertising it and um, therefore barely anybody want to go see it um, and thus it was kind of a flop um yeah since that time john carpenter kurt russell i think they did a commentary track with the film they <laughs> said that um the reason that they didn't put any money into advertising it is they had no idea how to advertise it. <laughs> oh, Which true. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know how you would ever sell someone on this film. It would be hard to without yeah. I don't even know. It's a it's a it's a big task that I don't think is even manageable. They would just have to make it completely a mystery. Yeah. Like advertise it like you don't know what you're about to watch, just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible advertising, but that would there's, be the only way you could advertise for this movie. There's no better way to go into this film than barely knowing anything. Right. Um, Which I did not, except there's a very famous scene at the end. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. Which one is it? The one where the guy blows up. Oh. Um. I Yeah, I guess it's considered a spoiler. Okay. You don't have to say who, just... Okay. There's a character in the movie that fills up with air <laughs> and expands and explodes and it's a pretty famous scene because it's just so incredibly ridiculous so i have seen that scene it's true um but that was the only thing and honestly i didn't even know it was from big trouble in little china i i thought it was just from a I mean, I didn't know what movie it was mm -hmm. from, and I didn't know the context. I didn't know <laughs> there really the storyline. No yeah, <laughs> actually not. Yeah, it's a random scene inside of a very random movie. Yes, I'll state that I watched this film a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I saw it and said that was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Maggie has got to watch this, <laughs> and I force you to watch it. I didn't tell you anything, I think. I think I just said, just enjoy it. That's probably like the best you can do. And yeah, we watched it a couple weeks ago, and then we rewatched it with our sister two nights ago. Yeah. So we wanted to get a couple opinions, a couple, after a couple rewatches, what we still thought of it. I definitely enjoy it, even after the third time. This film is hysterical. Too. Yeah, I thought it was funny, and I really liked it, yeah. and I laughed a lot. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think our sister did quite as much. I'm not sure. If... I'm not sure. I saw I saw her laughing, but 
I could just tell. She oh, you like, could feel this it. This is retarded. You could feel it in the atmosphere. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about plot. We, I, I mean, we've mentioned a lot of what we thought about it, but nobody really knows so far what exactly this movie is about. It's basically <laughs> about Chinese black magic. Sorcery. Uh, magic. Bad special effects and horrible one-liners. It follows a main character, Jack Burton, who's a trucker. He and his friend are trying to save some girls who have... Been kidnapped, kind of? Yeah, been kidnapped by this, like, demon... Demon guy, Lopan. In human form. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... And he wants to marry one and sacrifice the other, and they have to save him. That's basically the very rough yeah. draft of the plot. Um, we won't say spoilers, per se, because... Well, I don't know. It's, what, like a 40-year-old movie at this point? And... Like I said before, it's we are a little famous. late on the bandwagon, so oh, yeah. I feel <laughs> 40 years most late. people have already seen this movie. Yeah. And we're just now talking about it. Yeah. But I but the would think someone would enjoy knowing what somebody thought when they first saw this movie. Yeah. Because... <laughs> I will say the plot isn't really that important in this film because they do the worst job of explaining it. To its own benefit, because they over-explain it and under-explain it at the same time. <laughs> well, that's why I thought that it seemed he could have intended it to be a serious movie. Yeah, easily. Because the plot could have been in-depth, and actually it does have a fairly good plot, an interesting plot. Yeah. They just didn't emphasize all the important things about the plot. No, no, they didn't at they all. They took all the detail out of it and just... <laughs> butchered it and made it's, a big joke out of it but it's, it is hysterical if they did go through with it being serious which I don't, I don't know what their intentions were with the movie maybe it was at the beginning to just be ridiculous but if their intentions were to make it serious at the beginning it would be so different like you said it would be a completely yeah. different movie it's really crazy all right well i think probably one of my favorite things about Big Trouble in Little China is Jack, Jack Burton. Burton. Yeah. Kurt Russell nailed it. He There's did? There's some weird balance. It's a fascinating I don't know balance. if it was... Like, did he understand what oh, he was yeah. doing? Oh, the opening scene, I think, sets it up no, very well that he knew what he was doing. No, the opening scene is one of the best. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, just he, him driving a truck and... Yelling into this microphone. The, the pork chop express, yeah, the as pork, he calls it. Yeah, his, his truck. <laughs> and he's he's on like a intercom system or something. It's not an intercom system. It's a, a radio. Radio system of some sorts he's on a truck. Probably in contact with like dispatchers. It could other be. Trucker. But he's just babbling and it doesn't make any sense. And he's got like... He's like giving advice like he has his own little show. Yeah. And you he's... You just listen to what old Jack Burton knows. He's got says. the confidence of like a dictator. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with nothing to back it up. It's... Uh, yeah. It's an incredible balance. Because he's... He's supposed to have like good advice. And like he's he's been everywhere and done everything. Yeah. But... They're just stupid yeah, he's things. Just, yeah, he's just kind of a moron. <laughs> he thinks he's cool, but he's really not. Yeah. 
Yeah, Kurt Russell completely nailed this part. Here's the thing about critiquing this film. It's hard to critique because in places where there are flaws, that's the point. Yeah. It's... It's... uh, it's it cr- meant to be that way because it's meant to be bad. I yeah, don't know. It creates so it's this- hard to critique it because anything you pick out and say, they could have done this better and would have made it better. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you can't do that. Yeah. Because it's meant to be bad. By being bad, it becomes flawless in a way. Right. It's really crazy. It is. Okay, let's talk characters. We got Jack okay. Burton. His friend Wang. Yeah, his friend Wang. Chinese wing. Oh, we should have said that this movie takes place in San Francisco Chinatown. Yeah. So, as I said, it's about Chinese black magic. Most of the characters in this are San Francisco born Chinese. Yeah. I mean, you know, with a Chinese background. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So most of the characters in this movie are Chinese, except for Jack Burton and Gracie Law and yeah, that if, weird uh, reporter lady. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some few, random people in there. Yeah, but, a few minors. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Who's the main character of the film? Um, <laughs> I think it's Jack Burton. Okay, who's the hero of the film? <laughs> uh, that's hard to say. They play off as Jack Burton because at the beginning... It's Egg Chen, kind of a minor character. Until near, like, the third act of the film. Right. Where he becomes, like, this expert of <laughs> black magic and such, and he has potions and it's all this stuff. Way too coincidentally. Yeah. All of the resources they need to defeat Lopan. He has, like, these little pebbles that explode and <laughs> launch people by trampolines. It's, it's yeah. pretty great. And he has all this knowledge, like, about everything in the palace and, like, yeah. where everything is. Yeah. He has a, a tunnel leading from Lopin's secret palace to, like, his house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lopin's down there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Egg Shen, at the beginning, is giving his account of what happened. Mm-hmm. And he calls... Jack Burton, a hero. Yes. And everybody in the movie just assumes because Jack Burton came out of the blue and he's there to help and he has this presence of, you know, I, I'm i going to get him and I'm going to save him. Yeah. Hero type. Then, yeah, hero type. Everyone just assumes that he's the hero. Yeah. But he is useless. Yes, he entirely. does nothing. <laughs> the entire film. Yeah. So he, literally during one of the main fights, the fight the main battle, he shoots his gun into the air and concrete falls on his head and he's knocked out for like half the fight. Yeah. And then the other half, he only defeats one guy and he gets stuck to it. The guy he's defeating gets stuck to his foot and it's the rest of the fight is him trying to get the guy off of his yeah. foot. It's 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 incredible. So it's he, he's, stuff like this. He's not the hero, but you have to kind of say that he is. Okay, but because he has that hero presence. But who is the hero? Uh, probably Wang. Yes. Yeah, I think Wang, because Wang's kind of on top of being very underrated. <laughs> it's true. He's he, a great little character. He's not. Like, boastful. Like, Jack. Like, he's not all talk. Mm Because 
he doesn't say anything about him knowing kung fu or like the ability to <laughs> yeah. fly through the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Explain that one to and us. And do about fifteen somersaults through the air, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he does, and he doesn't brag about it or anything. He's just like, "Let's go." True, true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. I think Wang's cool. Yes, Wang but is awesome. Also, he does change accents. <laughs> it's it's confusing. <laughs> it's pretty much a disaster. <laughs> and one of the girls that they're trying to save is his fiance. So yes. he does have more of a reason to defeat Lopan. Okay. Who is I don't know if we mentioned the bad guy. In research, I found uh, while making of this film. They had the mindset that Jack Burton was a sidekick. Oh, really? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. that make sense? Yes, it does. Wang is the hero. He's the guy who saves the princess. He's, he does. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It, it really fits together. But if if you didn't know that, which I didn't. But you can see it. But And if you didn't read into the film, which I did... <laughs> Then you would assume Jack is the hero. Kind of, yeah. So it doesn't look like they wrote it that way at all. It looks like it's they wrote very it subtle. for Jack Burton to be the hero. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It's really well done. It's subtle. It's not shoving it in your face too much. Yeah. So I do want to talk a little bit, not about cinematography. I mean, we can do that later. I do want to get into that a little bit. I want to talk about the settings. Okay. Um... I, most of the scenes, if you notice, a lot of them take place inside a building. Kind of a warehouse But when they're not, it's dark and stormy Mm -hmm. or raining, aside from the fight. Yes. Between the... Sort of the starting fight. Yeah, between the whatever they are. The two the, clans, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the clans. The gangs. The yellow. <laughs> the yellow turbans versus the red turbans, as, <laughs> as uh, Jack Burton says at yeah. one point. Don't worry, Jack, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everyone constantly is telling other people. Mostly Jack Burton, because he has no clue what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, I, I, we didn't really state how bad the dialogue is. Or That's where a lot of the humor comes from in this film, is the awkward dialogue that's extremely clunky but it works so well in the film because of that yeah one of the reporter in the <laughs> one of her lines is i must be so monumentally naive and, and there's the, another guy who just is standing by her and he's like you are yeah it's, <laughs> and he doesn't even know who she know. is it's it's incredible it's but the delivery it's, is spot on yeah there's a a constant balance between being too serious and still being in on the joke yeah. with all the characters. And I think all the actors really nailed that part. I think they did because there are bad, supposedly good, bad movies that are trying to do that questionably. Um, Big what is What is that one that we watched with Mark Wahlberg? Oh, The, the happening. happening. If that was intended to be a bad movie, they did a bad job of making it a good, bad movie. Yes. Because it wasn't funny it was just bad it was and it was the the delivery was all wrong the casting was all wrong the jokes were all wrong in the wrong places it was still funny also kind of the same with birdemic birdemic is funny because it's absolutely so monumentally insane how bad it is yeah 
Birdemic's but on a whole other level. Also, it's it's dialogue is kind of cringy and instead of funny because it seems like they're just reading their script. There's an extreme lack in talent in Birdemic as well. Yeah. The main character no in question marks is the worst actor probably ever. <laughs> we probably shouldn't compare Big Trouble in Little China to yeah, it's Birdemic. Kind of, it's kind of an insult. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Because there's a lot of actual talent in this film. <laughs> kind of. There is. Uh, Kurt Russell is a pretty good actor. Yeah. Although, I, this is probably the first movie I've seen with him that I actually liked. Okay. That's that's fair. I, I understand And that. liked as in... Enjoyed. Thought, thought was funny because it was so bad. So, take that how you will. Yeah. I don't know if that means he's a good actor or if I just like laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely nails the role I, in this I think part. so, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cinematography. John Carpenter is still a master, even in a bad movie that's still great. He is, but... There's still a ton of talent behind the camera. It's fascinating. I also forgot to mention, while still talking about the sets mm -hmm. and the setting, how bad some of the sets are. Okay, for instance? The wedding ceremony. The big oh, skull. That thing I is like, so fake. Yeah, I like some of that, though. I do, too, but it's just bad. Yeah, kind of. Oh, I have... Another little interesting piece of trivia on that. That escalator. Yeah. When Lopan comes down the escalator, the actor didn't want to do that at all because it's 30 feet up in the air or whatever it is. Oh. It's, well, it's a massive set, clearly. Yeah. And because of his attire, his um, garb. Do you think he, it was going to get stuck? Yeah, he was really scared that it would get stuck. But production was really rushed that... They just asked him to do it, and he just did it anyways. So he was really terrified during that scene. Oh, yeah. man. Poor guy. Yeah. Did anything happen? No, no, nothing happened. Yeah. Still, though. Yeah. Something. If something did happen, that could have been terrible. So when he's coming down and he's trying to look all fierce, yeah, you might see a little bit of fear in his eyes. Poor guy. Yeah. That's awful. Alrighty, well, um, uh, oh, we were we were on the subject of cinematography, yes. so we want to continue that. I thought I thought the cinematography was pretty good. I mean, aside from some of the sets being a little corny, the shots are still unique. They're vivid. They stand out. There's there's personality to it. I like the shot at the beginning, and where it's raining and it's stormy and the trucks coming yeah the credits mm -hmm. are is a good intro into the film it really sets up a lot yeah and very kind of subtly as well right it shows you the setting the of settings, the town yeah the atmosphere mm -hmm. the tone yeah just a lot of yeah just a lot of subtle things that aren't too dramatic or standing out but they really work you into the film it does a good job but yeah some of the shots just are like really really good that don't have to be near that good there's a one shot with a fight scene going on where wang and jack burton are running around through like these back alleys and they're being chased and they return to a huge fight that they were previously in <laughs> Oh, and yeah. you just see, like, 
chaos in the background of like everyone fighting and it's just kind of a it's a semi-long shot but they're running by and you just see all of it in the background yeah and like they're that's not essential they could have shot that in a way cheaper way or way blander way but they didn't they they use that that's true so there's a lot of that in this film where they could have gone cheap or low budget but they didn't they they put actual work into the film that's gotta be an attribute of the director yeah where he just takes pride in his work that even though he's trying to make this as bad as he possibly can <laughs> he still wants to make it good quality mm-hmm. which is admirable i think extremely yeah if you're still willing to take pride in your work instead of giving up yeah. and just making it absolutely ridiculous because it could have been a, a bad cinematography bad does have a lot um, of effect on a movie and if the cinematography is no good it can yeah. kind of mess with the rest of it but yeah. this movie had a pretty good balance mm-hmm. and it had good cinematography and uh, good storytelling visually which is important john carpenter is really good at that yeah so he I've is seen. um i didn't like the thing but it had pretty good cinematography as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I remember that about it. And just like the... Well, that movie is just gross. <laughs> <laughs> just like the thing, it's also like a pretty movie with its colors. Mm-hmm. It's really dark. What? The thing. The thing, when it's outside... It's really dark. It's really cool. There's one shot in the thing that I want to reference. It's Kurt Russell going out to a shack outside... In their Antarctica, there's a lot of blue, and it's dark, but he's got this orange flare. Yeah. And there's, like, a great balance between the that Contrast. ice blue yeah. and that, like, red flare or orange flare. It's like a red-orangish. But it's a lot of color, and it's just really, like, soaking in. It's really pretty. Hmm. And I see some of that in Big Trouble in Little China. Like, with the final battle, there's a lot of color in that. There's one shot between two characters where they're using magic and it, like, blows up in this... It's, like, purple and orange. Yeah. Or Purple green. and green, I yeah, think. I think it's yeah, I purple and green. And it just explodes with color and you see, like, crazy visuals. But it's it's pretty. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's not pretty, <laughs> but it's... Uh, visually attractive? pleasing. Yeah. Uh, visually pleasing. I don't pleasing. know how to differentiate between pretty and attractive, but it's... It's... Yeah, yeah. I guess. Visually pleasing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, a, it's just a lot of that in this film, where it's not the main focus, but you can tell there's work put into it. There's right. effort. The Yeah, John Carpenter just really excels in that. I am really excited to talk about is what did this movie mean? <laughs> what is the takeaway? Did they want you to have a, a moral to the story to take away from this? Or is the whole reason the movie existed just to be entertained? What is the takeaway from it? I have no clue. <laughs> Now, when we showed it to our sister, 
She didn't say anything. <laughs> Even when we asked her. Afterwards. What did you think about this movie? She just didn't say anything. <laughs> but was the intention for this movie to be baffled? I don't think so. I think it was uh, entertainment value. Just have fun with this movie. And do you think it was supposed to teach anything? Probably not. <laughs> I can't think of anything... To take away from? Honestly, there isn't... There's hardly any character arc. No, there, there's none at all, They're, really. They were the same at the end as they were at the beginning. There's... I mean, okay, it's it's basically a rescue mission. They, they go in there, they want to save these girls from this evil spirit. Yeah. So the takeaway basically is... Good. Fight, fight for those you love. Good, good versus bad, kind of. Also that, yeah. Um, I think. I meant if there was like an emotional value in it, it yeah. would have been that. But, but it's barely there, I, and it's hardly there. I don't think this movie is trying to teach you anything. However, <laughs> I, I, so. I do think there's a lot you can learn from it. <laughs> like how not to make a movie. <laughs> no, how, uh, how not to and how to at the same time. Yeah, true. Because like I said, there's actual talent in this film. There's work. There's a such a fine line between bad, bad and great, bad that it rides on. It's really well done. It's like way over the top. Yeah, I think there was, yeah, there was probably a lot of like, bad bad in the film and you can't see it because it's it's meshed so well together like maybe one scene was an accident or it didn't turn out so yeah. well you can't who knows, tell who knows what they left in and what yeah. they redid and we're like no that's not but if it was ad lib or yeah just a mess up they're like oh it's fine that's yeah. perfect just leave it in <laughs> it doesn't matter with this film would you watch big trouble in little china again yeah, I already did. I, I I watched it twice. I think within the same week. I'm pretty sure. I was trying to that remember right. if it was. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I I would. I've watched it like three times already. It's <laughs> pretty crazy. Yeah, it's definitely funny. It's. I think you probably have to be in the mood for it. Maybe not necessarily a very specific mood. You you just have to want to watch something that's funny. Because mm -hmm. if you were in the mood for something, I don't know if anybody ever is, but sometimes you're in the mood for, like, a very toned-down movie. Oh, yeah. A relaxed, maybe even serious. So, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't recommend it if you're in the mood for something like that. But if you <laughs> are in the mood for a good, bad movie or just something Crazy. funny... Yeah. I don't know. I wonder how many people have that sense of humor and how many people actually watched this and enjoyed it and laughed at it and how many people walked away and thought it was so incredibly stupid and they would never watch it again. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's it's hard to tell. I, I do know that a lot of people do like this film. But a lot of the people that we hang around who have the same humor as us. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's kind of hard to tell. Because we hang out with people who, maybe we should get out more. <laughs> but aside from the point, would you recommend Big Trouble in Little China? I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but I would recommend it 
know. You just have to know the person that you're recommending it to pretty well, I'd say, in order to recommend this movie. You always give this answer. I know, but <laughs> that is true, isn't it? I mean, with it is every true. recommendation, you want to know the person and want to know... If you're going to recommend a movie, you you recommend it because you think they're going to like it. And in order for that to happen, you have to know the person pretty well. Yeah. I guess. And I, it doesn't surprise me that I always give this answer because it makes the most sense. Okay, so I'd say... It's a cheap answer at this point, though. Oh. <laughs> well, okay, then I don't know how to... Then I would just say I wouldn't recommend it. You wouldn't recommend it? Well, I would, but only to certain people. I'd say for people who like good, bad movies. Okay. People who like B-movies... I wouldn't call this a B movie. I see too much uh, talent. Okay. I see too well, much a talent. lot of people would consider it a B yes, movie. Yes, certainly. But I would recommend it to those kind of people. I wouldn't recommend it to people. See, I know some people who watch, like, Hallmark movies. And oh, yeah, this is way better than any of those. I agree, but they wouldn't think so. They like emotion and storytelling drama. and drama and princesses and simple they, schlock. I don't. The it, although of it would be probably just as entertaining as the movie to watch someone who liked Hallmark movies to, to watch, watch this, this. Yes, that would be hilarious. It's kind of a troll movie if you wanted to yeah, get someone true. well to be like hey let's sit down and watch this but film also, it's a kind of an action film you know good good guy versus bad guy all that jazz and then they sit down and watch it and it's big trouble in little china also not not hating on the hallmark movie lovers out there and i'm not lumping them all together i'm not saying this is everybody who likes hallmark movies but usually those people tend to be a bit more emotional so if you do play that joke on them they might get offended <laughs> so and nah, don't worry um, about it um, okay just don't blame us <laughs> i just know a couple people who would not like this movie so yeah. i wouldn't recommend it to them okay because i know they wouldn't like it i would recommend this to Pretty much everyone, I think. But also, I, I will say, if you don't know if somebody will like it or not, I'd recommend it anyway. Yes. Just because it's worth the risk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. This will really help define someone's taste. <laughs> How many ratings stars would you give it? Two. That sucks. <laughs> usually, out of two. Usually it's out of five. Oh, out of, oh, out of five? I'd sit it at. I'd sit it at. I'd sit it right around 4.5. 4.5? 4. 4. Yeah, 4.5. It's pretty good. It's pretty great film. So it's right up there with Winter Soldier? It's so different from Winter Soldier. You okay. can't say it's like Winter That's Soldier. That's not true. Stars don't have genres. Yeah, they, they, no, they, they kind of do. No, they they kind of do. No, they don't. If, Five okay. stars. Five. <laughs> out of five stars I'm not gonna lump five star rating I'm not gonna say that every movie in the 4.5 scale 
6.9 on the Richter scale. Shit. They do pointless. 6.9 on the Richter scale. That's a quote, by the way. Yeah. Big drum on low trying to go watch it. Um, I'm not going to say every movie in the 4.5 area is exactly the same. Yeah, but you liked it the same. I, I like, said you okay. like it's ranked right up there with no, Winter Soldier, meaning Winter you Soldier like, is a five. <laughs> really? I love that movie. It's so there good. weren't any flaws in it. Five star ratings, like no flaws. That's this is not my favorite true. Movie. I don't think any movie has. Okay, no well flaw. your ranking system is different than mine. Then. Except for Big Trouble in Little China, because all its flaws are perfections. <laughs> so that's a five star rating. Kind of a, it's kind of a five star movie because there's nothing wrong with it. Well, is it a four and a half or a five? I don't know. Now I'm confused. It's a great movie. How do you rank Big Trouble in Little China? It's so what do you di- mean? it's so monumentally Did you like it? different. Well, I'm so monumentally naive. <laughs> yeah. What would you rank it? I'd say probably a four. So right in there with Inception. Mm. Yeah, see? You can't put them right next to each other. That's impossible. Because they're nothing alike. Okay. Okay, go watch Big Trouble in Little China. It's a great little go film. Go drop it. Go drop it. <laughs> What's that? Go drop it. Go drop it. Yeah, go drop it. Drop it in your VCR player. Yeah, boy. If you're Jack Burton and you talk like this and you drop that in there and you watch it. I forgot to mention. That Jack Burton is played by Kurt Russell. Yes, I don't think we mentioned Okay, oh, now's wait. the time for some quick little trivia about Big Trouble in Little China. Quiz Step. me. Okay. <laughs> Step. Okay, Kurt Russell was sick during some of the production. Oh, really? Yeah, he had like a flu, so Ooh. sometimes when he's like really sweaty, that's like actual. Oh, feverish? Yeah, Aww. feverish. Man, people had a terrible time with this movie. Kinda, yeah. But that's... <laughs> you can't that, tell. That really stands to the... They're what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the faith they had in the movie. They're like, oh, this is something we're making. Like, even though I'm sick, I'm still gonna work on it. And yeah. We're gonna make this. Lots of actors have done that. Kurt Russell. Not that I liked the movie. In fact, I really hated it. But Catherine Hepburn was really sick in African Queen. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Kurt Russell was also the first pick. By John Carpenter oh. to play Jack Burton. So he already had him in mind. Yeah. Probably. That's cool. Good thing that he was able to do it. Yeah. Because it probably wouldn't have been as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a really niche, like, role character. Yeah. And it's only works in that way. Uh, neither of the brides have green eyes. They're contacts. Oh, really? You can kind of tell. When I wrote this down, uh, I hadn't rewatched it yet. So... Yeah, you can kind of tell and oh. rewatch. So, do they have blue eyes? Does Gracie have blue eyes? And I have no clue. Oh, we. I think she has brown eyes, from what yeah, it looks yeah. like with the contacts. Yeah. You can kind of tell. Yeah, you might have brown eyes. Or something. Okay, this is kind of a That's little funny. sidestep, but it's still trivia. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, formerly known as The Rock, and still known as The Rock. Stated that in 2015, he wanted to remake Big Trouble in Little China and put him in a starring role or whatever. I don't know if you scabbies can detect 
the cringe annoyance and cringe I have, my I, silence i got some cringe here but that's not a happy silence cringe from the pinch i don't like yeah ugh, just okay he, he just annoys me well it's not so much him i mean and it and since then, well, I think it was... How can you say, I want to remake it. If you're going to make a movie, then make sure you cast me, because I'm the rock, <laughs> and I deserve everything. And it, I want everyone to know that I was the one who thought of yeah. remaking Big Trouble in Little China, which is a mistake. Okay. In 2018, I think it was, they said it would not be a remake, but a sequel. But what that sounds like to me is a seaboot. A sea boot is a sequel remake, oh. similar to Force Awakens. But they didn't make, they didn't make a sequel in the first place, so it can't be a reboot. Well, no, 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 it's a sequel reboot where they make the exact same film the first time, but it's still set in the same universe. Uh, the most common of this equated to is Force Awakens. Force Awakens is literally the, uh, what is it? The a first, new hope. Yeah, a new hope. The first Star Wars film. It's yeah. beat by beat the same tale. It's pretty But much. it's... So it's a reboot, re- revitalizing the franchise, because Disney bought it, while still being the exact same movie, mm-hmm. so it's a remake. Okay, gotcha. So a seaboot. Gotcha. Uh, that's what it sounds like to me. And, sounds yeah. Sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, it's... You can't... This is... This movie is lightning in a bottle. Is... Is it... Is that, like, is happening, or is that just a rumor? No, that's that was officially announced, but there's... In, in 2018, that was two years ago. Yeah, like, I have no idea. This film's kind of dropped off the map. Like, that's the most recent article I can find about it. The only thing is... So it's they're still working on it, but I think with The Rock being so busy making the millionth Fast and Furious movie or whatever he's doing at the moment. So, see, choices like that, like, I won't... I choose to be in the Fast and Furious movies and never let them die. His choice roles are just awful. And so the fact that he's the one that asked for it and nobody else did, because everyone who is an actual fan of Big Trouble in Little China doesn't want a reboot because no. they know it's perfect yeah, there's already. No, there's nobody, no... What audience are they going to make this movie for? It's John Carpenter... Um, this isn't exact quotes, but he said something along the lines of, they wanted to make a movie and put The Rock in it. So they just picked my movie. They don't, they don't even, like, care. Because Big Trouble in Little China was a huge flop at the time. So, <laughs> you know, they just want to make a movie with The Rock in it. Yeah. And they don't really care that's about what, the original. That's what everyone who casts The Rock does. Like, oh, people watch this movie because it has Rock in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so bad because, like, you can't recapture no. anything in Big Trouble in Little China. It's, and if they did, it would just be a play on the first one, and it would be a joke because the first people one. have known about Big Trouble in Little China yeah. for years, yeah, and they know all the jokes, and so they're just going to be references to the first one, which is supposed to be funny, and it's not because it's not original. And they're advertising it, like you said, with The Rock as like the main character yeah the rock's not an actor oh he sucks he's not an actor he's like yeah yeah he can quote lines and he can read a script but he doesn't he's not in a movie to act 
No. He's in a movie to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he'll raise an eyebrow and he'll look muscly and maybe he'll have a funny line or two because whatever. But... He's not an actor. He's a character himself. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. like... <laughs> yeah. That's just how it is. And it's annoying to hear that they're going to remake this movie. It seems kind of inevitable because they said they're still working on it or whatever. I don't want to see it. I don't even want to see it be made. Yeah. It's... Sounds like a bad idea. It's really Hollywoodish. It's annoying. Ugh. Yeah. That's how every movie is anymore. Yeah, there... There like, aren't any original movies. I mean, yeah, there are. We're, we're getting a couple this year. Hopefully. Still. Not sure. I don't know that I've ever seen, like, a good reboot. The only one... The only exception... Force Awakens. Eh, it was alright. Oh, I I mean, it. really good. The only mm. exception would be Walter Mitty. That's true. That was a really good remake. Yeah. Well, takeaway is... Big Trouble in Little China is a good movie. You Go should watch it, it. Watch it with some friends. Watch Let it us know what night. you think about it. We will be glad to hear. We will be back, right? Uh, Yeah, hopefully we'll be back, what, next week? Next so week? With uh, music episode. impromptu yeah. session. We're going to be playing some jams. So stay tuned for that, for some silly ensuing antics. You can check out our crap on oh, yeah. YouTube. Our social media, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. We're trying to get a little more active on that. We'll see if we can't find a balance, post some yeah. cool stuff. Podbean, iTunes. Yeah. You know, where Spotify. you're already listening to us, hang in there, because we'll be bringing you new episodes soon. Yeah. yeah. 